So it's the week we've all been waiting for. Um, the new Dave Matthews band record comes out on Thursday night. And I know all of the listeners of this podcast are very excited about it. So I have murdered Nathan. I mean, I have uh, convinced Nathan and Matt not to come on this week so that I can just talk about this uh, for a good, you know, 45 hour, three hours, you know, however long we decide to go. So uh, I, I'm really I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not actually going to do that. Uh, so pl- please don't turn this off. Please. I'm begging you. Welcome to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. This week you're stuck with me, and I promise that little clip there is all you're going to have to hear uh, from from Dave Matthews in this episode. I uh, just I had to do it to you. Um, so I'm just going to recap things real quick. It's not it's going to be a little different from our normal show um, since our normal show is filled with pointless banter most of the time, and there's no one for me to banter with. Uh, so I'll start out with the softball conference tournament hosted at Doc Billy's, of course. Um, unfortunately, I was wrong last week. I said that it was a double elimination tournament. Turns out that's only if you won your first game. So a little bit of a weird format. Uh, but Tech takes on MTSU at 9 a.m. in the morning on, I believe, Wednesday, the day after we recorded, the day the episode went live, and they lost in that opening game. Um, single elimination that means the season is over I guess the consolation prize is it is that they lost to the eventual champion Middle Tennessee State who went all the way from that play-in game to win the championship Um, and win may be in a little bit of quotation marks there I don't know if y'all saw this but on Twitter saw pictures um, of the safe call at the plate in like the 12th inning of the championship game and yeah, the the woman was out. I mean, she was not safe at the plate. Uh, definitely tagged out, like clear as day. No replay, of course, in Conference USA. So, uh, sorry, North Texas. Um, you'll have to take that L into your new conference because we're we're giving the championship to a team that is devoted to the conference here. Um, Moving right along, I'll go into track and field. Not much to report here. The outdoor championships were last weekend in Denton. Tech did register 19 personal bests and six program records, but placed ninth overall in women's and eighth in men's. We did get three podiums, though. Rodney Heath Jr. in the men's 100 placed third. He ran 10.24 seconds, 100 meters. That's uh, That seems fast to me. Uh, Jamie Sancho won the or came in third in the men's 200 meter, 20.77 seconds on that one. So, you know, twice as far, a little less, a little more than twice as fast. I don't know. Uh, the men's four by 100 Tech actually gets the silver medal in that one, running 40.02. Um, Rodney Heath and Sancho, the two medalists from the individual races. We're joined by Gerard Sapena and Marshall Ellis in that podium finish there. <coughs> in other news, uh, Tech Bowling is moving to Conference USA. Conference USA establishing women's bowling now. But it's 
basically just the old Southland Conference, which I guess has to fold now. I don't know. Sorry about it, Southland. Um, but we're adding Jacksonville State, one of the new football schools and all sports schools, to Conference USA. They just created their program, so you think, okay, we're going to beat up on them a little bit. But they somehow convinced the coaches from McKendry, the tiny little liberal arts school we've talked about before on this show, that is the number one bowling team in the nation these past few years. So they convinced the husband and wife coach duo to leave McKendry for greener pastures, I guess, and wherever Jacksonville State is. I, I don't know, Alabama somewhere, I guess. Um, yeah, this is going to be a quick episode, y'all. Uh, moving to golf. See what happens when there's no one here to distract from the actual sports. Uh, moving right along to golf, James Swash became the third Bulldog to earn an NCAA regional invite as an individual after he shot 68 in the final round of the Conference USA tourney to become Tech's first conference champion golfer since 1980. That's, again, as an individual. So he was down three strokes going into that final day and shot minus five in the uh, final round to win by two strokes. So shout out to James Swash. Great golf in there. We're already through two days of this regional and he's done okay. He shot 72, which is even par at the, uh, I guess it's somewhere it's in Oklahoma. So at at Norman, um, something, the Norman something golf course, I'm assuming. Um, He also shot negative one today on day two which is tuesday as i'm recording and he's currently tied for 26th overall with one day left so needs to have a good round here on day three all right moving on to baseball i'm going to recap the series real quick i'm not really going to run through each game like nathan normally does uh just give some general thoughts here on the weekend the pitching was a little bit inconsistent from what we have come to expect Um, Jonathan Fincher definitely did not have his best stuff on Friday night, allowing seven hits and five earned runs while walking three and only striking out three. So uh, never a good sign when Fincher only goes five innings on a Friday night, and that leads to the, I believe, nine to five loss. Saturday, Landon Tompkins got his second straight weekend start, uh, but he struggled as well. Uh, Really in the fifth inning, when he came out and walked three guys um, of the first four batters, also gives up a single. Um, You know, Tech goes on to win that game. I'll talk about that in a minute. But five hits, five earned runs for Tompkins in four innings pitched. Um, On the other hand, though, pitchers who tend to struggle seem to do a little better this weekend. I mean, Greg Martinez had a really good relief appearance Friday night, giving up just three hits and two earned runs to close out that game and give Tech a chance to make it interesting at least, right? They were down, I think, 7-1 when he came in, and it ends 9-5. Shout out to Caden Copeland, Reed Smith, and uh, Ethan Bates for combining for 12 innings of relief, allowing no runs on 10 hits. They also struck out 12 in those 12 innings of relief. I just need to say that again. (laughs) 12 innings of relief. Um, they're the reason that Tech, you know, is able to get out of Boca with a win um, in that 16-inning game, which, you know, that's kind of how I'll wrap this up. Tech and FAU are really close this season. I mean, two of these games took extra innings, and Tech honestly wins this series if it's not for freaking Nolan Shanuel, who, 
I mean, he's just good. Like, the dude got on base like eight times in the Saturday game, uh, most of which were walks, some of them intentional, you know, with the bases loaded or bases, you know, guys on second and third. You're not pitching to that guy, and I fully support that. Um, but he ends up getting the walk-off hit in the bottom of the 10th after we took the lead in the top of the 10th on Sunday. Um, and, you know, it's really just too bad that Bates had to go so deep into that Saturday game because, you know, if he's able to come in and pitch, who knows what happens there. And to close this one out, I, I just wanted to have a little bit of fun here and go to the uh, the 16th inning play-by-play. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to read the whole game, but I wanted to read this, uh, this box score here, the play-by-play for the 16th inning of um of this game against FAU so first up um FAU's closer Josie came in and I remember the announcer on the broadcast saying like oh they were hoping not to use him today uh they probably shouldn't have because Dalton Davis gets a single to come up Logan McLeod gets hit by a pitch I believe his second one of the game Brody Drost reaches on an error by the second baseman on a sack bunt um, McLeod goes to second, Davis to third. So the bases are loaded. George Corona walks, picks up the best RBI in baseball there with the walk. Ethan Bates then strikes out. That's strange. But Phil um, gets a line out to left field, essentially a um, you know an insurance an insurance sack fly there, uh, although it's not credited that way. Um, or no, it is. It's credited that way. So Logan McLeod scores then. Myers gets a single to um, score Dros, so now it's nine to six. And then Will Safford has just about the strangest sort of double slash in the park home run you'll ever see. Um, he he hits it to third, um, and he's gonna get to second base safely, but they throw it way over the second baseman's head. So then he runs to third, and it, it goes all the way into the like sort of corner uh, between the third baseman and the left fielder. And so he's able to score, adding three more runs. So he gets two RBIs and scores on the double there. 12-6 um, to six for the Bulldogs in the bottom or in the top of the 16th. And uh, FAU able to get two hits there in the bottom, but, you know actually got Shanuel out for once <laughs> which is uh which is strange for this weekend because I don't know what his final stat line is but this Saturday game he had one hit five walks in eight plate appearances um so yeah he goes one for three officially but five walks so definitely avoid Nolan Shanuel at all costs is what I'm saying all right, so moving right along, we've got UTSA coming up this weekend, technically Thursday, Friday, Saturday on the series to give uh, Tech and everyone in conference more time to prepare for the conference tournament. So going into this series, Tech is currently in a essentially a four-way tie for fourth place. Charlotte technically leads that race because they're 14-12 and 12 in conference. MTSU, Tech, and FAU are all 14 and 13 overall. And let me just say right now that uh, the main goal here is to not be on the same side of the bracket 
as um, as uh, DBU. DBU's first place. They've clinched it with 23 and four as their record in conference. UTSA has clinched second at 19 and seven. Um, Western is 15 and 12, and then like I mentioned, there's a four-way tie essentially at 14 and 13. So it's really up for grabs right now, but you really, really just don't want to be that fourth or fifth seed so that you end up on the same side of the bracket as Dallas Baptist, uh, who frankly whooped our asses a few weeks ago. So, um, you know, honestly, you're fine with being sixth. Third would be great, obviously, to get all the way up that high, but um, sixth or seventh, you know, that's that's all right. Um, I think I believe we are clinched to not be the eight seed, so there's no way we would do that. Um, but let's talk about the Roadrunners of UTSA, who have followed up on their great campaign as runners up in the conference tournament last year. Shout out Steel Netterville. Um, at 36 and 15 and 19 and 7 in conference, they were ranked last week before being swept by Dallas Baptist. Um, the predictor for this week on Warren Nolan is a little bit interesting to me. They predict a UTSA win, um, the 6 p.m. Thursday game. These are all at home at um, at uh, the Love Shack. And, but they predict a 7-3 UTSA win and give Tech a 36% chance to win that game. But then on Friday and Saturday, predict wins for the Bulldogs, 58% and a 6-4 victory at 6 p.m. on Friday. And then 1 p.m. Saturday, they predict a 5-4 game, nail biters here, 54% chance that Tech wins that one. So uh, pretty good outlook for the Bulldogs going into this uh, series here. Now, the key players for the Roadrunners are going to be Antonio Valdez at the plate. He has a 1.17 OPS, 63 RBIs, leads the team. Uh, Garrett Poston, who, when you look at his overall stat, his OPS is only 733, which is mind-boggling because in conference, he's 1.03 OPS. So, not sure if there's a computing error there or if that is actually true facts, but... Uh, Garrett Poston apparently turns it on on the weekends and really, really, really sucks during the weekday games. Um, three other guys are batting at over 900 OPS, but only two guys in the starting lineup bat sub 300 average. One of those two guys is at 294. So this is a team that hits pretty well, pretty consistently. Um, like I said, seven guys in the starting lineup above 300 batting average. Now on the mound, They've had a similar situation with their weekend rotation as Tech. They, they kind of haven't found their Saturday and Sunday guys for the whole season. Luke Malone, though, has been consistent as their Friday night starter. So he'll get the nod on Thursday this week. He's got a 4.5 ERA, 1.36 whip. He's struck out 74 with 20 walks and allowed 91 hits in his 81 and two-thirds innings of work. Um, but really their best guy and the guy we might see multiple times is going to be Simon Miller. He's their closer. He's got a 2.04 ERA, 1.17 whip. He's appeared 24 times and has 11 saves. So that's in save situations. He comes out and gets the freaking job done, man. 72 strikeouts, 14 walks. So this is a guy that's very efficient with his pitches and we've got to get up to a lead before he gets on the mound. One thing I will say about UTSA is they are not great on the road. They're 11 and seven 
this year. So they lose some games on the road. Um, you know, not, not exactly uh, a stellar road team this season. So, I mean, it's kind of weird to give a prediction when I'm the only one here, but I think Tech has to, you know, come out with, with guns blazing in this series. They have to come out and take, you know, take two of three. This is a home series. It's the last home series of the season, the last home series for some guys on this team. Um, you know, you're, you're going to need to come out and, uh, and win games. You know, we got to put it all together. Finally got some good relief pitching last series. Hopefully the starters can get it back together this week and combine with those guys like Caden Copeland, Reed Smith, uh, and even Greg Martinez, who sort of found their stride at times um, out in Boca. So, you know, I'll be optimistic here and say Tech takes two of three since I'm the only guy here, you know. One of us has to be optimistic, and it's just me. So that just leaves the tweet of the week, which, speaking of baseball, um, I just wanted to shout out the at LaTeX Baseball Twitter account. This is really a, you know, I'm assigning it to one tweet, but they've just been doing a really, really good job um, this season, especially lately, um, really embracing the sort of meme culture of tech Twitter. Um, so they tweeted quick check in on Ethan, uh, Ethan's X-ray, meaning Ethan Bates as he's, you know, pitching in the 16th inning or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, it's just an X-ray and it's got the, the tech secondary logo bulldog. And it says that dog. Uh, so it's, it's got that dog in his rib cage, you know, um, but really just for their work, um, this whole season, shouting out the dogs and everything. Um, I love the, repeated posts of logan mcleod's uh goofy ass picture every time he gets hit by a pitch um love that stuff so keep that up and uh yeah that's uh that's the tweet of the week so yeah i guess that about wraps it up for this episode of the go tech please don't die podcast your home for all things tech going and hopefully not dying um you know hit up the shop nathan's got a fantastic shirt this month um it's the sticker logo we've got the bulldog driving the little bugatti uh car you know with the gtpdd script under it you can get it in light blue dark blue or gray so hit that up you know maybe buy all three i don't know i don't that money goes somewhere nathan knows i i don't know probably paying for the podcast or something so uh you know Support Nathan in his dreams of one day running a tech-centered shirt empire. Um, you know, we've got some other stuff there. You can buy stickers. You know, you can also buy all of the previous shirts of the month as well. We used to limit them to the month, but now, listen, like, you really like the uh, the LII shirt and you missed out on it, that Louisiana Industrial Institute shirt that's not under copyright because that logo was super old. Um, you know, hit it up. Support us, you know. Also, you can buy Sunflower Seeds, ChinookCedary.com. Use code GOTECH. That's 10% off your order for that. They really are very good Sunflower Seeds. And I I think I've talked enough, so I'm going to let Dave Matthews and Trey Anastasio ripping on, uh, on uh, Hey Bulldog take me out here. But until next time, I'm Evan. Go Tech. Please don't die.